It's the John and Tom Show. Today is the 24th of February, 2021. We haven't done one in a while. We we did uh, uh, the German episode. That was interesting. Um, I've kind of uh, didn't really promote that very harshly um, for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, I think, you know, we can get back on the horse a little bit and have a little fun with this. Try to... I don't know what we're going to talk about completely today. Uh, you know, maybe we'll just keep it uh potpourri yeah, style. Well, there's <laughs> been, there's been a lot of a little things happen in the last couple of weeks or so. Of course you had surgery last week, so we, I did. we, we couldn't yeah. have podcasts. So uh, yeah, it's been a while, but there's been a lot of, well, a lot of stuff happening. Let, you know? Let's just, let me just give a little something about, Give talk a little bit about my brother. I think I'm ready to say a little bit about him. On January 1st, we got the news that he had COVID and he went in to the hospital and he was basically intubated right away. He had a bad case of it. And he was on full life support for 24 days. And he just deteriorated. Um, and he had to, basically he had, he crashed and he had to be let go. Um, so that was a month ago today, actually. Oh, wow. And um, so it's been, that's one of the reasons that it's been hard to do these, do these podcasts for me, stay motivated on track. And um, so, yeah, that whole process of grieving, um, it's during COVID, we haven't been able to go visit. Um, it's beyond, you know, beyond what you would think. Um, it's, it's hard to even process or discuss, but you know, you think about 500,000 plus deaths in this country. Mm, my brother, 53 year old person, uh, very successful, um, you know, totally inspiring person, um, lived a very full life. Um, I, I can't do justice on this little, you know, five minute talk that I'm going to say about him, but he impacted thousands and thousands of people. He was a, um, a volleyball coach mentor. Um, he, uh, coached in college for many years and then he eventually landed in Lexington, Kentucky, um, and started a club and had great success there. It became a community staple. Uh, everyone loved him. Um, he helped girls achieve things that they never thought they would gave him confidence, get, made him tough, turned him into badasses and they all loved him for it. Parents loved him. They got divi division one scholarships to schools all over. Um, and just, you know, he's just a great guy in general <clears throat> beyond that, beyond what he did there, he, you know, he had two great kids and very happy family. Just, uh, he was a tough guy that was one of a kind, um, very tough, um, demanded your best, you know, all the time. Very, very quick wit. Uh, I wrote something on it, my Facebook page. I think it kind of describes it pretty well. But um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you read that, Tom. But it was, I, I felt pretty good about what I wrote. Um, kind yeah, of hey, summarizes uh, a little bit. Uh, send the link to me. I will. Um, but you know, we're all trying to process it, move on, and you know, live like by his example of uh, you know, just get up every day with that drive 
to don't leave anything on the table. It was just like, that's what he did every single day of his life. I mean, he was a tough, hardworking guy. And um, it's just uh, really uh, crazy that he's not here anymore. And he's, he's so important to so many people in so many ways. I can't even describe it. But that's, that's what I've been dealing with since January 1st. Um, our whole family's been dealing with it. Um, and then I just, you know, on top of that, I just had knee surgery last week. Um, I'd hurt my knee from a volleyball injury because I was too old to be doing that crap. Yeah, I was going to um, say, maybe maybe we need to remember how old we are, John. I just, I can't. I'm having a hard time with that. But uh, so, yeah, I, I think there's been, on the past episodes too, I've been a little bit, uh, cryptic on what's going on with my brother and my personal life. So that's, that's it. Um, so that's, uh, I probably, maybe we'll have a special episode to talk about his life or something. I, maybe, a, I, I think it would be worthwhile. I, I may consider doing these types of things for people in general to, um, you know, snapshots <clears throat> of people's lives, um, sort of remembrances, Oh yeah, memorials, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's another thing that we could do with um, the podcast format. Well, I do have my website up now, Carmel Sound Lab, www.carmelsoundlab.com. Uh, it's available to check out. I'm going to start a, a some social media presence a little bit more, um, mostly for people in. Indianapolis, it's going to be the best thing for anybody that's looking to do a podcast in and around Indianapolis because um, if you come to the studio, we have the, the professional equipment. It doesn't get much better, really, um, quality-wise, and we don't charge much. So um, am I too loud? Am I clipping here? No, just talking loud. Oh, I know what happened there. Let's see. Anyway, um, we. I'm... I'm the studio's ready to go. Website's out. I have to do a little bit of marketing. I'm going to, you know, but anybody that is out there that wants to do a podcast in the Indianapolis area, give me a call. Um, we're ready to, we're ready to do it now. So, uh, you can also just go to the website, www.carmelsoundlab.com, or you can email me at carmelsoundlab at gmail.com. Um, today, Tom, we are going to cover some general topics we just haven't done it in a while and it's time uh you know we were we've been on a political uh tirade for the last three months um which is necessary because we kind of saved the world i think is it it was because of us that trump's no longer in in office absolutely we did it high five yeah 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 so you're welcome everyone um Uh, so we're going to continue to try to save the world in other ways. And whatever whatever needs to be saving, we're going to do it. There you go. Okay. Well, you know, there's been a lot of interesting little tidbits happened since uh, the illustrious Donald Trump has been out of office. And one thing, big setback for him, I know this is getting back to uh, politics, but really this isn't politics. He got to dealt a serious blow on Monday. When the uh, this past Monday, when uh, Supreme Court said no, you have to release your your tax returns and your business documents to the New York uh, <clears throat> District Attorney. I like that. I'm just giving yeah. a little ding for that. 
uh, right. makes me happy. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> New York well, is going to have to allow... They're requiring him to do it, right? Yes. So oh, at, yeah. at this point, he's probably going to continue to fight it, but that's great. No, it, well, no, it's done. I mean, the Supreme Court, you know, that's it. They, Supreme Court of the country or the of New York? The U, uh, no, of, of the, the Supreme Court they, of, the, they, of the United so States. Is there a timeline on that? Timeline. Uh, when he has to turn him over? Uh, gee, I don't know, but I imagine they'll probably do it pretty quickly because yeah. these people are going to be subpoenaed and they don't want to get caught in contempt of court or, or whatever. So they'll, they'll uh, from what I understand, they'll probably release these, all this stuff within the next few days. The question is, I think most people have this question is why is he hiding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why yeah. is it so, why is it so crazy uh, that he wouldn't, <clears throat> he would never release it? It's uh, well, I read there? a little background on this mm. and uh, when he was running in 2016, somebody asked him, when a reporter asked him, would you turn over your tax returns? And he said, oh, yeah, if I, if, I went, if I run for office, I definitely will. Now, he promised right. for two years that he would turn over his tax returns. And then all of a sudden, 2018, well, things change. He right. decides he doesn't yeah. want to do that. And yeah. he's, he's the first president uh, since Nixon to not turn over his personal Nixon didn't. Tax. I thought he did. Yeah, not every yeah, president. Yeah, yeah Nixon did. Yeah. Oh, he did eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nixon, he probably resisted, but yeah, yeah, Nixon was the first. But what I'm saying, he's the first president since then to not turn over his taxes. Oh, so so he was the first to turn over his taxes was Nixon. Nixon. So they didn't yes. require it prior to that. No, no. He well, I of course he was under he was under impeachment proceedings, so I imagine that was right. You know, I'm not. Yeah. Sure, I I don't remember. I remember the days well but i don't remember if that was voluntary or not i think that was court ordered but okay i might be so it became the norm after that yes um for for presidents to do that makes sense i don't see why i mean i don't see why they wouldn't do that right yeah Um, i mean what you know if you don't have anything to hide you know what's what's the problem biden did it right oh yeah yeah everybody's done it everybody's done yeah Go, go ahead i'm not a crook I'm yeah. not a crook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not a crook. <laughs> I am not a crook. Actually, he was. And we're going to keep checkers. You know, you, I, I don't. Do you, you're probably too young to remember the, the checkers speech. Uh, yeah, maybe remind me. It yeah. Familiar, anyway, but. they had checkers. Somebody gave him checkers, and there was a lot of hoopla about this dog. You know why? <laughs> you know, and finally he got on TV. Got on TV and said, "We're going to keep checkers." Yeah. So, checkers yeah that's a good name for a dog, dog checkers. Yeah, checkers yeah so uh, i'm not a crook but anyway in uh, 2019 this all goes back to 2019 they uh the uh district attorney in new york said we're you know we're investigating uh trump's business dealings and personal finances and all that we want his tax records and that's when he fought it that's when he started fighting it. But actually, the decision had been made this past July in 2020. The Supreme Court said, yeah, you can have them. But, but they, delayed, they delayed final uh, uh, ruling on it until after 
Trump was out of office. Okay, got it. What's so, the speculation on, on like what's in there? Does anybody have any uh, tax fraud, tax fraud. Uh, loan fraud? Uh, yeah, Al Capone went. Fraud. Al, Al Capone went to jail for tax fraud. So, oh yeah, was, yeah. No, they, well, what they're saying is that in Cohen. Uh, testified because they asked him he, he testified before congress uh about that and he was asked a specific question did uh was did donald trump's organizations uh, artificially inflate and deflate asset values depending on whether it was for insurance purposes or tax purposes or loan purposes and he said yes. And then the next question was, did Donald Trump know about all this? And he said yes. Well, that's Michael Cohen, though. So he's yeah. he's sort of not really a. a I mean, his well, testimony yeah, is sort yeah. of out the window because exactly. he's such a fraudulent guy, um, a shady guy. Um, well, and he got thrown he, under the bus. So, yeah, you know, um, but, so but it's hard to utilize his testimony for anything right but even though i i, I believe him <laughs> yeah well, i actually I do because um, really what's he got to lose at this point he's not gonna, i mean what are you no. gonna put him back in prison no i don't know what know. i don't know what his motivation was um, through all this i mean unless unless they the feds had him on some other things that were that were be. separate from donald trump and the only way they would that uh the only way they would uh you know, he would participate as if he gave up some dirt on exactly. Donald Trump. Um, yeah. But again, he seems a little compromised, so I don't know if uh, he's the best witness. Um, well, supposedly what's happened <clears throat> that for loan purposes, uh, Trump would artificially inflate the value of his, uh, of his assets. Okay, to make it look like he had more collateral and whatever than he really did. Then, for tax purposes, he would deflate the value sure. of his assets so he didn't have to pay any taxes. Well, the one thing I'd say about him, though, Trump, is that I, I do think that he, one thing that he's smart about and he understands the United States and is attorneys. And he size, always sides with attorneys. He always figures out what he can get away with legally oh yeah and yeah. so he always he has a giant group of attorneys you know and these slime balls that do everything they can mm -hmm. finds a slimy there's a lot of slimy attorneys oh and, and accountants you, and, you find yeah, them yeah. all the ones that are slimy enough that want to make some extra money and want to make a lot of money because they're gonna you know work with this guy and they say what can i get away with and so it's hard to uh disprove or or bring any any sort of you know, uh, court case against him because it's, he's already vetted it so hard with all these attorneys. They know the they know the law, you know, and so they're finding all these loopholes and things. And I think that's that's one of the challenging parts about him, and that's why he's called Teflon Don, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because because he he everything he does is sort of ran by attorneys. Yeah, and he knows that he probably was taught that by his 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 father or something like. You know, because you, you can get away with a lot here uh, if you have the attorneys on your side and they can manipulate, you know, the law. And and I think that goes for his financials, too. Like, I think he probably accountants and accountants and all the loopholes oh, and yeah. things, just like yeah. what you're describing. 
uh, he he knows what is something that's going to get someone's attention or not, or it's like, oh, we can't do that because if we did that, we'd have to do this or something, right? Yeah. As so many people do it. I mean, obviously, we all know there's a lot of shady stuff in the financial world of oh, our country. And, and no kidding. Trump is just doing what a lot of people are doing. And there's a lot of people that are doing that shady crap, and that's how they get extra wealth and maintain their wealth and you know all these loopholes and corporations are doing it too you know tax havens and things like that oh my god yes we have a lot of work to do to try to clean up our financial system and maybe this is um maybe if we are able to bring trump down through the financial through his financials then maybe that we you know we could start going after some of the other um big players too that are also gaming the system and and really hurting our country because you know we we could use that tax revenue. We could, you know, everybody should be playing a fair game too. Yeah. Right? Well, like, yes, that's exactly. A big part of it. Well, you know, you made, made the point earlier about Al Capone. I mean, they couldn't get him for umpteen counts yeah. of murder, racketeering and all that. But what they finally nailed him on was income tax evasion. Right. And the, the speculation there, I, I read a few articles on, uh, why Trump has so vehemently, vehemently, uh, tried to keep his tax and financial records out of the hands of prosecutors. There's got to be something there because right. he's scared to death. I mean, there's something. Yeah, there's yeah. something there. Maybe and, a tie of Russia or something, or some other countries, or something. Who knows? I I'm just so I'm so curious to find out what it is. Yeah, I am too. This, yeah, this is going to be the the next big cliffhanger for the country. Is what was in those records? Yeah, uh, that, that that'll yeah, be because it doesn't make sense why he would be so resistant. Yeah, there has to be something. Yeah, yeah there's, there's got to be something. Be. It has to be kind of important because he was willing to stake his whole you know, livelihood on it. Well, mm-hmm. they said, and well, in in one article I saw too that he that he really only has true assets of about $813,000. Did you see his, his Trump casino uh, implode? The yeah, other day? They, yeah, they imploded that. that but his, but his <clears throat> uh, excuse me, his other assets are so deeply in debt. He, he had like, I, I forget, a $300 million from Deutsche Bank right. loan, and that's just one. But they said actually that his real assets right now is about $813,000. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, after all the pluses and minuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and everybody thinks, of course, all the all the Trumpites think he's uh, this yeah. major billionaire and, and brilliant business. You know, yeah. anything but they, a, they focus on the, the pluses but not the minuses. Exactly. They, they forget that there's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of debt out there. Uh, and he's always been one to leverage um, a lot. Um, oh, absolutely! You know, he did develop his his brand name. His name did become worth a lot. Uh, Trump Towers and casinos and hotels and things like that. Um, that's what that's what the value was. I mean, he as far as like running businesses, it seems like he was pretty bad at it. Yeah, he um, would. He he no, he really really bad at it. All, yeah. Just just uh, BS name marketing. Um, he's pretty good at that. Um, well. You know, it's just like uh, this one author said. You know that Trump has will has never and and once I read this, like you know, by God, you're right. He has he'll never take personal responsibility for failures. Oh, that's for it's, that's for sure. It's you always know, somebody oh else's fault. And he not or, only does that, but he turns it up and turns it up to eleven on the dial, and it goes back attacking anyone that yes. even supposes that. 
uh, you know, proposes that it, it, that it, you know, something was his fault. Anything mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, that you could go back and look at all the instances where that was the case over four years. Um, but hey, you know what? He's kind of gone. I did read today though that seventy three percent of the Republican Party still still thinks that the election was fraud. Yeah. Today. Well, I've got one another one for you too. Fifty eight percent of Republicans. This isn't just people that say I'm a diehard Trumper. This is Republicans in general. Fifty eight percent said that Antifa caused January sixth. Yeah. That's disturbing. I mean, I, I it's just unbelievable. And that and, and and they sit in at this point. Not surprising though. No. You know, just the misinformation <clears throat> and that it's you know, I've still been, I've still been uh, paying attention to what's going on in there. You know, it's still it's continuing the same. It's just not quite as as uh, in your face now. Um, the uh, I mean, but I I don't know. It's just it's just nice. My wife Erica the other day kind of said how nice it was to not have to have politics in our lives. Yeah, really. Every day, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of have to seek it out. Yeah, right it's, now. it's, it's going not back it's just not there. Way. It's like it's getting back to like yeah, politics, you know, politicians aren't perfect, blah blah blah. Who cares? This is, you know, we're not a this is not a reality <laughs> TV show. I don't I don't care. You know, like the the country is fine. You know, like yes, there's there's good things and bad things happening. Things you got to stand up for, things you got to you know, you want to uh talk about, but the way it was before, it was like the sky is falling. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I, every moment the sky was falling. Insanity. Absolutely insanity. insanity. Uh, and and I, I think I said this before, but I, I having known having known um the uh the extent of, of of Trump's, you know, who he is and everything, I, I knew that he's kind of an insane person. Like and he oh, yeah. his his brain is is messed up and mm-hmm. he's he's deranged. And I had a, a really bad feeling and um, really, really, really crappy um, feeling about how we, our whole society was going to devolve into going inside of Trump's brain for four I love years. That de-evolution. Yeah, that's what it is, and that's what happened. Yeah. It actually happened, just kind of the way I thought it was going to happen. It we devolved and sort of became insane like him and we all did we you couldn't escape it it was everywhere and gosh you know i think people some people are still sort of you know they have long-term effects from it you know oh yeah and they they can't get out of it um well you know they uh i've read I've, i've i've seen a lot of things on uh, the internet or on YouTube or whatever, of former diehard Trumpists who are now saying, oh, I made a big mistake. I shouldn't have voted yeah, for Yeah, it's him. happening a lot. Uh, I was duped. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of them, of course, the number one defense for all these people that have been are being prosecuted under federal charges are Trump made me do it. I thought I was doing a patriotic It just thing. shows you there's a lot of weak-minded people out there. Yes. And oh, how yeah. easy they were to persuade in the first place. Um, just looking for something to guide them in life or something. Like they, they're looking for a savior. Um, and 
and certain people are, you know, more or less weak minded. Um, I, I think the people that are still hanging on to Trump, I, I, I don't know what, what could you say about this? Like how the Republican party is still dangling, hanging on to this, uh, this America first sort of Trumpism as if it's the future of our country and it's going to save our country from something, saving it from communists. We're going to become communist or, or, or socialist. And we're, we're, um, you know, what, 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 uh, what is it? You know, I don't know. Well, I, I, by the way, um, my dog is terrorizing us right now. They she, were, she's totally terrorizing us. Well, you know, what's funny. I saw there was uh yo know, I saw this I think just yesterday two two guys uh one from Michigan and one from Georgia have been arrested for making uh threats against uh Michigan lawmakers and they're all democratic women like representatives yeah. and and uh they said well because that you're not upholding your constitution. I'll bet neither one of them has ever even read the constitution. Yeah. Has no clue of what is really in the constitution. Yeah. You know, I, I, I hear this okay okay, show me in the constitution where this is the case. Well you can't because it's not there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just like well they were saying, you know, that that even Trump here's how stupid it is and how stupid he is. Uh he said, remember that Mike Pence had the constitutional authority to throw out the electoral votes and nullify the election, which is which absolutely is untrue. Completely untrue. And and Pence even said, No, yeah. I you know, no, I have to I preside over this. I have no uh and that's just that's exactly what he did. He said, Okay, here's the votes, here's the results. Yeah, gotta, you know, I got to raise a glass to uh, Mike Pence one more time for doing that. Um, well, even yeah. though I, I really despise the guy, mm-hmm. he, I'm glad that he. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. He didn't grow a spine. He didn't grow a backbone. He didn't grow a pear. I don't know what he did. He just was like, no, that's too far, you know. Because um, I don't know what would happened. If what would have happened if he said yes, I'm going to overturn. Oh my god! I'm going to vote for 300 million American people. I'm going to just cancel gonna all, I'm going to throw up throughout 300 million votes and yeah, just going to yeah. vote because yeah. I, I know this is right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what they wanted. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's how, exactly what it was. Now, how does for. anybody justify that? How does any person justify that idea? Like, so switch it around the other side. Say there was a Democrat doing that. Would those guys be okay with that? Yeah. Like it's insane. It's just, it's so crazy. Um, but anyway, Thank you, Mike Pence, for having uh, a, a brief moment of, of uh, clarity in your life. Well, um, speaking of Mike. I know you're back. He's got a, a radio show in Indiana now. Yeah. He came back to Indiana. He's got a radio show. Can't wait to listen to that. It's going to be just scintillating. I'm, I'm just bubbling over with anticipation uh, to listen to Mike Pence talk. Well, you know, I, I had respect. I had developed some respect. For, like you, I had developed some respect for him after – the fact that he did his job, you know, on, on the constitutionally, legally, he did his job. Now, he's saying, no, that he and Trump still have a, a He's great, kissing his ass. Big exa- time. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, exactly. So, oh, no, no, no. Uh, Donald Trump and I still have a great friendship. Yep. And, in fact, 
Pence is starting an or is is creating an organization to get this uh, justify the actions of the Trump administration. <laughs> but by the same token, he won't he won't talk he won't uh, address CPAC. You know, the, the tell me a little bit about CPAC. A little. CPAC is the Conservative Political Action Committee, and they are meeting in in Orlando. And guess who the keynote speaker is T rump bingo <laughs> it would be to rump uh, but Pence for some reason isn't going to talk there well you know here's what here's even of course Lindsey Graham you know you know my feelings about Lindsey Graham oh that that yeah. is the slime of the slime uh, but he said remember he went to, to Mar-a-Lago and uh, kiss Trump's ass and all that, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Because he said after that, Trump, quote, is the Republican yeah. Party. Well, yeah, I don't know. Any Republicans out there, you're probably not listening to this, but, I mean, can you call in and, and talk to us about that? Because I'm like, yeah. what do you want? What What is your goal? What are your goals? What are you trying to do here? I mean... I, I just, I give up. But here's the deal. Uh, Biden's president we and the House and the Senate are Democrat. Well, not for the most part. I mean, borderline, but. Um, yeah. And by the way, have has the Senate, uh, be, has Mitch McConnell given up his speaker yet? Yeah, I, well, my understanding, and again, this is just from what I have seen is that actually Schumer is now uh, the majority leader of the Senate. But I heard that, I don't know, I need to double and somehow, check this. But, but somehow they're going to share power. I don't know. It's yeah, I don't get it. Something messed up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, McConnell, that's another... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the impeachment thing happened, uh, the trial or whatever, and it got thrown out, I guess, um, because, it, you know they all think that he didn't have anything to do with the, the insurrection. Um, so I, I mean, we all kind of knew that was going to happen. It's not a surprise that, Oh yeah. I mean, they needed two thirds, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I need two thirds. Two -thirds. It, it just would be 67 votes in the, in, they, they got, got 50, 53, 53, which 53. is pretty good. They needed 67, but it's not surprising. Um, I don't think anybody's surprised by that. But, but talk about a hypocrite McConnell, voted against impeachment and then right after the vote he gets up there and says that trump was responsible for everything that happened on january yeah. 6th well the good thing about all this crap is that my life isn't really that affected by it <laughs> and i don't know if yours is either no it's like not federal government right now is sort of uh i don't know i like i we used to i used to be i felt affected by it because of the coverage and the the direness of of the potential for Trump becoming a fascist leader here, that was what motivated us to do this podcast, and that seems to be sort of temporarily, at least, hopefully permanently, uh, not a threat um, anymore. So that has taken a lot of the, the the pressure off of like me personally feeling like this is something that is a big. You know, I still think there's a threat out there. There's a lot of threats out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's, you know, when you talk about 73% of the Republican Party still thinking that the election was fraud, that's a threat. Um, that's that's a problem. So, I mean, there's still things. It's just not, 
it's just not in the the frontal lobe. It's not in the it's not in the uh, the psyche. The, the 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 biggest part of your day. You think about oh my god, I'm so worried about our country. It's like I'm sort of like a little bit. I think everybody is a little bit a little bit at at ease somewhat. We can't we can't let our guard down too much because there's so many people out there that are still um, wanting to get get Trump back in office or some Trump person you know, that thinks that way in office. And there's all these people out there um, still, you know, tooting his horn and tooting not just his horn, but that America first um, sort of um, dialogue, uh, uh, nationalism, isolation, um, basically, uh, you know, separatism. Um, I don't, I, I kind of, veer away from saying racism but it kind of is oh yeah it is um, all it's, these it's not, it's, white supremacists some in some cases it is direct racism and in other cases it's, it's direct, mm. indirect racism and i think indirect racism is a little harder to sort of point the finger at uh, but it's definitely there and direct racism is obviously you got people involved in that side who are you know KKK and Proud Boys and all these people that have declared have declared themselves as yeah. racist. So this is a combination. I mean, you don't. I don't know. Um, and I still follow that that Andy No guy, who's the Antifa specialist. He's daily trying to drum up things that Antifa is doing, and they are doing some bad things. And um, they are a extremist group. They are a um, sort of anarchist group. Um, anti-government, uh, and I think it's it should be monitored, and we should pay attention to what Antifa is doing. They're they're sort of a, a trouble causing group, but are they a threat to the union? No, they no. they are a threat locally in certain parts of the country. They are bad news. I I don't support them in any way, and I think the Democrats should also denounce them. Um, they're not helping the country at all. Um, oh no. And they're, they're, any violence, they should be they should be prosecuted for any violence, 100%. Um, so I, I do think that the Democrats need to kind of step up and denounce Antifa. It, I just, but again, I, don't, I just don't, it doesn't seem like that big of a movement. Um, and they try to lump BLM into Antifa, and yes. I'm just not that sure about it. I think there's a lot of peaceful BLM people that have a, a very strong cause, um, Black Lives Matter, they... They have that cause, and that's and it's peaceful. I think Antifa is almost never peaceful. <laughs> Antifa, the root of Antifa is violence. Yeah, They're, you know that, and that's what they want violence. And you know, Andy No and some of these other people are trying to combine BLM and Antifa into one organization. I don't think that's the case. No. I think there's factions of BLM that might go to Antifa, but you know, also Antifa is supposed to be anti-racist too, mm-hmm. anti-racist, anti-government. So that that does they do sort of overlap in some ways, but but I think um, Black Lives Matter is much it's a much broader um, specific goal yeah. of of improving race uh, for you know mainly black people, but also other non you know other minorities. But um, so anyway, I don't know where I was going on that. Well, I would <laughs> say that you know. Antifa is an extremist group, and as I've said before, I'm I'm turned off by extremist anything because that is never productive. It's always counterproductive. When you become extremist anything, you close 
your eyes and your ears. Usually it's a last resort, else. right? Yeah. Usually, usually yeah. when you become an extremist, it's because you have no other options. You're, it's a last resort technique. And these people that are in these groups, they're, it's their last resort. They feel like they feel so passionate about it. They're willing to go out there and do these violent acts and things like that. But um, moving on. Um, so we talked about some some important important current events on February twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. The um, vaccine is starting to roll out a little bit, which is cool. Oh, great! I've I've um, got my first shot. I Tom get, got his first shot. I get my I get my second shot uh, on March first, this coming Monday. Seems to be going pretty well. Oh, uh, really? Uh, well, yeah. Over overall, I, I don't know. Some states are better than others, but I think Indiana's uh, doing Indiana's a really right. good job. I uh, because they're doing it on a county by county level. Yeah, and it's it seems to be working very well. I mean, I realize this is a small state, but even still, management is management. I mean, you've got a fiasco going on in Florida. That's well, you know. There's <clears> another <throat> issue is that uh, I saw that the military. One th- only one third of the military say they want to get the vaccine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, is vaccine's not going to really be, you know, not going to really fix the problem if only a third of people are going to get it. So, there's a, there's a lot of people that need to be educated on this. Um, I don't know if p- people are willing to be educated uh, on this because they they don't trust science and all the all the bashing of the media, bashing of Fauci, bashing of science, and you know. Uh, it's they've really done a good job of of making people feel like um you know the democrats are 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 satanic pedophiles oh and, yeah and they and they only have um one thing in mind mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that's uh satanic pedophilia Absolutely. that's the way i want to want and and maybe you know one of the this vaccine is gonna you know well you're being implanted with something or something like that. well there's there's one thing that i don't understand i'll need to talk to my son-in-law actually jake uh i contracted with the army for about 10 years as a civilian dentist and before deployment they had pre-deployment you had to pass dental exam you had to pass medical exams and and you had to have your vaccinations so my question is how can they they can't do it they can't deny vaccination if they're going to if they're going to be deployed. That is a good question. So so I, how can yeah. they do it now? I don't get that. I'll have to ask Jake about. that. Have to make it a, a an obligation. You can't you can't opt out of it. Yeah, you, yeah. They, it, they, they need to make like it for a choice. Yeah, it needs to be for everyone. But then as soon as you do that, then then uh, all the right wing people go. See, it's communist China. You're making oh, yeah. me do this. They're going to implant all this stuff in you. And da 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 da. Well, you know. It, People don't realize, you know what GI means? Government issue. That means that you are property of the United States government. If you are in the military, Yikes. you are government property. That's uh, and if you if you hurt yourself due to negligence, you can be you can stand captain's mass in the Navy for destruction of government property. Boy, that's a depressing way to look at it. Yeah, so is that communism or what? I mean, it's always been that way. Yeah. It's the military. It's, it's all about sake. how you look at things, right? I know. It's all about how you, with your perspective on, on uh, you know, and how you flip it, how you spin it, you know? 
Um, well, it's and like, I think that, yeah, like, go ahead. If you're in the military, the government, the federal government owns you, period. They own you. You are property. Yeah. How do, I wonder if the soldiers feel that way. Like, I wonder if the soldiers that are in in the army right now, in they the military should. right now, understand that. They should. They should. Because, you know, it's, understood it when they signed up, too. Yeah. You know, government, like, GI, government issue. I mean, it's true service. You know, it's, you really are, you know, giving up a lot to do that, right? It's, it's a pretty admirable thing to serve your country, you know, like, <clears throat> because you, you know, the way you put it, it's, it, you're really, really giving up a lot. Oh, yeah. To, to yeah. do that. You're, you're giving you're up sort a lot of giving up yourself, freedoms. your life. Oh, yeah. You're giving up your life. Yeah. Uh, temporarily, hopefully, um, you get it back after you're done. Well, contrary but. to popular belief, the military is not a democracy. <laughs> it is anything. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, but a democracy. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, we're gonna just talking about something. I was gonna bring up Tucker Carlson, but oh um, god, it had to do with uh, how he was uh, talking the other day about how. QAnon doesn't exist because he couldn't find him on the internet. Tucker Carlson said said that. Mm. Yeah, it it was very deeply confusing. (laughs) Tucker Carlson Carlson said there is no QAnon. Yeah, so they went out of their way to say there's no QAnon. Almost like that's what QAnon would say, but try to like (laughs) confuse people or something. I don't know. It was very confusing. Um, He he said uh, there is no QAnon, you know, basically. There is no QAnon. It's like 80, 90% of his viewers are QAnon followers, probably. Well, know? then what were all these people carrying these at, at the uh, insurrection, carrying these big signs, the big Q and all that stuff? That's, that's the part about it that's it's funny. And, and like he tried to make it as if it's there is no Q, there is no person, there is no central authority of it. And there, there probably isn't. I don't know if there is, but... Um, I'm not sure what the point was, but it's sort of almost trying to disavow QAnon or to re- reduce the um, the uh, sub, you know in, in perceived influence. in perceived yeah. influence of it. Try to reduce the perceived influence <clears throat> of it, where because they realize it's damaging. The the QAnon stuff is is hurting. I oh, think yeah. overall the Republican Party badly. It's. Um, you know, their main, if you ever look up anything about QAnon, the first thing that comes up is a cabal of satanic, satanic pedophiles. The yeah, Democrats yeah, are, a, yeah, are, yeah. are a cabal uh, of satanic pedophiles. Every single time. That's, exactly. their, that's the main tenement of QAnon. And that's mm-hmm. where it all stems from. And that's what has bonded people. You know, people that haven't done their research, they are easily influenced to be to support them because of course I, I wouldn't want a satanic pedophile to run the country, <laughs> yeah. but, but you're just going to believe anybody that tells you that. Sure. And so what happens is though that they're starting people that are somewhat respected in their communities are they're spreading those rumors and then it grows from there. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, this is real. There's the Democrats, Biden, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton, all these people, uh, Tom Hanks, Oprah, they are, satanic pedophiles yes. oh my gosh they're, they're associated with epstein and all that but then you see all these videos with trump and epstein together but whatever oh yeah um yeah. They'll, they'll look past that that's you know whatever but yeah yeah we don't we um, won't talk about that that's uh 
So it's it's hard to get past that. I mean, you know, but that I think a, a lot of those people that were doing the insurrection and the people that over the last three or four years that were motivated by QAnon was that they really believed they were saving kids mm-hmm. who were stuck in a pedophile ring. That was their motivation. Yeah, and they voted for Trump because he was the savior. He was he was chosen by God to save these kids in this pedophile ring and punish the Democrats who are satanic pedophiles. Yeah. So that is, that is the, 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 the main mission of QAnon. And, and there's also a lot of other just conspiracy theories that have rooted out of that and gone there. But um, anything you look up on the internet, it all comes back to that. And so in order to be a QAnon supporter, you have to believe that. Yeah. Well, you know, Nobody knows who Q is. And you know what I'm thinking? I think Q is some guy Michael, out there Michael Flynn. <laughs> is, is putting this stuff out there and laughing every time people eat it up. It's supposedly someone on the inside. And everyone's yeah, pointing supposedly. everyone's pointing to Michael Flynn. <clears throat> you know, he's he is the one. He's, oh Flynn, he's I had, the, no, I hadn't heard that. He's the top choice of what few people think it is. And you could, there's a lot of evidence out there that he is like the top ranking Q anon person. Oh, okay. Um, okay. However, what you say about it being some random troll in a, in a basement somewhere could also be true. Yeah. You could make yeah. it look like it's top secret. Yeah. And, 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 things and, and doing you, you this. Could. Well, I mean, it's like, it's like, could these, be Russia. Too. It's like these people. It's to me, it could be the same mentality of people that hack in to hospitals and what i mean what's to be gained by that just yeah, say just i zero. did it yeah say you did it and get some sort of personal satisfaction yeah yeah of, and of you like get 15 minutes of fame on, on on the news well you know yeah. well in fact somebody hacked kroger for christ's sake well the one thing you know? that there is a it was a vice thing that came out the other day about okay if it's that guy in the basement who's doing this mm-hmm. that's not a big threat if it's michael flynn that's a big threat yeah it is a big because threat. that's supported yeah. internally by a lot of people and on a big level, and this guy was so, a lieutenant general. So if that's the difference, so like we would hope, we hope that it was some troll in the basement. Yeah, but exactly. Not these random messages, please. Yeah. That because if it's Michael Flynn or somebody like that, then that's that's a big, deep rooted yeah. problem in our yeah. country. Yeah. Um, so let's just hope that it was a troll. Well, um, you know, I uh, I saw yesterday that uh, this was coming from Mitt Romney, who is a adamant never trumper he has absolutely well he, he, he voted uh, to impeach twice uh he's a most time never he, he's like a most time not trumper yeah he's still he, every now and then he'll but he said and i believe this he said that if trump runs in 2024 on the republican ticket he will probably be the nominee oh trump mm-hmm. well yeah i could see it i mean why, why wouldn't he you know yeah, sure. I, 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 it, and and it's like I said, he's got fifty eight percent of Republicans, in general, believing the conspiracy crap that Antifa caused January sixth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're ever going to be able to persuade the people that believe that anything. You're ne- you're never going to get those kind of people to under- exactly really, like get out of that spell. I mean, they're. You're still believing that stuff. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's well. It, well, when you become extremists like that, like I said, you close your eyes and ears to anything you don't want to hear. Anything that doesn't follow 
Yeah, you've already made up your mind. And, and yeah, you've anything already made that's up sort of mind. like, yeah. uh, you know, re- reinforces your... your, your per- well, it's your, like it's, it's like the Senate impeachment trial. Those guys, those Republicans had made up their minds even before it, even, it ever started. Right. Speaking of uh, shitty senators, Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's drop a little Ted Cruz. Yeah, he stepped on a landmine, didn't he? <laughs> that guy... Just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. He's, is he not, does he not realize he's an absolute, how do people vote for him? How does anyone vote for him? How does anybody vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene? How, how does anybody vote for Lowen Bober? How does anybody vote for Johnson? I think Ted Cruz might actually lose the next time because of what he did. With this, with I don't this know. Texas, Texas man, it's hard telling, but he, that's, that's, that's he did something that was, I don't know. You're right. I guess it doesn't matter. Well, they, they put it above everything. You know, it's funny in his absence, AOC and a bunch of other Democrats yeah, raised a bunch of money. Right? Raised a bunch of money, and what? And they were doing all this in Texas when he's in Cancun, and the Attorney General of Texas was in Utah all that time. He took off to Utah. I just don't. I guess I don't understand. I just don't understand people why they vote. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Well, like like this Johnson. Uh, yesterday, you know, they started this investigation, this congressional investigation in the in January sixth, and this you know, John, Ron Johnson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's oh a character. Oh, my God. He gets on there and says, well, first of all, he said it wasn't really an armed insurrection. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't, care, you don't call people carrying uh, bats and hockey sticks and all this other stuff. That's not an armed insurrection. I guess, well, if it wasn't firearms, it's not armed, right? Duh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many police officers were injured and one dead? And Yeah, that, one that, I mean, what is armed? Yeah, what is armed? It has to be a gun. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. I mean, I mean, you have to. The only way you can kill somebody's with a gun. Is that <laughs> is that what is that what you're saying? You know, I mean, and, and 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 he also said that there was there were actors in there who weren't jovial and elated to be there, so they were obviously undercover agitators. Yeah. And I do think that I do think that there was uh, a, a mixture of people there, though. I will say, I think there was a mixture. I think there was a group that had planned something, a small group that had planned something, and there was definitely a plan in mm-hmm. in place for maybe fifty to a hundred people. No, nah, could uh, that yeah. that were really maybe more, maybe two hundred, three hundred people that were they had a plan. They were going to go kidnap or kill Mike Pence, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, whoever they could get their yeah, hands on. Yeah, yeah. They were going to kill them, and they had a plan. And maybe the rest of them were just excited. Uh, some of them were, were were bad actors as well, and they wanted to just cause damage. They weren't in on it. And then there was a bunch of other people who might have been sort of there, to, uh, Trump supporters, who were marching, and they 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 saw they got caught up in the fervor, and they were there. They might not have been had the bad intentions, but they were still there, and they saw what was happening. And they didn't do much. Um, but I think it was a mixture, and I think there was probably a really bad core of people that really did want to do some really bad things. And I don't. Uh, the, I would like to know. I wish I knew, like who who sort of 
coordinated that. Um, you know, and Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, with the with the assistance and uh, blessing of somebody high up, or you know, um, they, a lot of them were military, ex-military oh, people yeah. too, right? Yeah, and they, not, they had military training. They, you know, now then you had people walking through the, the halls of Congress, like staying inside the ropes, taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, that was so good. Totally yeah, respectful. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, it was a ropes. weird mix. It was yeah, a weird mix. Velvet you know? ropes. Everybody stayed inside the velvet ropes. And I'm like, not what? everybody, but like, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, yeah, some, but I mean, some people were like, just, they didn't. And I think some of the policemen were, were maybe in on it and they let them in. You know, and some of them were like, what, what, you're letting us in? So we're supposed to go in here? Like, there's a mix, a weird mix of people. Um, I, I said before on, on our, our earlier podcast, I think everyone there was, was guilty of treason. And I'm not sure if that's true. I think that maybe, you know, I think there are people with much worse intentions. I do think that the, everyone who was there is guilty of something. Yes. Is it treason? I don't know. But that there are people there that are guilty of treason, for sure. Some of those people that did those acts... Actually, all the people that did the acts, any acts of, of treason are guilty of treason. I mean, but if the people are there, they're guilty of, of following <clears throat> or, or they're either guilty of being brainwashed or, or not having common sense or um, trespassing or, um, you know, having bad judgment. <laughs> uh, but the, the, there, are, uh, there was a, a faction of people that are absolutely guilty of treason. Oh, and they yeah, should absolutely. be prosecuted oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the people with the, the American flag, beating cops with American flags and trying to take the American flag down yeah. and put up the Trump flag and like, okay, you know, pooping in the hallways and going, you know, zip ties. And obviously those people are guilty of treason yeah, and attempted coup, you know, like, so, but I, again, I have to be a little bit, you know, uh, soft on some, you know, I don't know if everyone was like that there, but I still do think that those other people. Have, no, I don't think issues. you can blanket uh, everybody w- that was there as a terrorist. Right. Uh, I yeah. think that, that just to be some fair, of them, yeah, know, yeah down down to a certain point, I think the most of them were pro misled protesters. Yeah. But in in the defense of the police, you got to they were horribly horribly oh. outnumbered. I mean, what are you going to do? Horribly outnumbered. There's been some recent um, information you about know. whether they had uh, any advance notice of this, um, and you know, a lot of them are saying they. Well, I don't know. It's complicated. It's just coming out today or yesterday. Yes, about, about how how much advance notice they had and why they weren't prepared, and um, it's just it just seems like you 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 go. You, you, there was a video of Trump and his family watching the insurrection, cheersing with their drinks or whatever. No, Trump doesn't drink, but they're, they're in this place. They have big screen TVs everywhere. And they're sitting around watching this. Chatting, laughing, cheersing, watching the inter- insurrection, mm-hmm. hugging. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. This is our big moment. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. this, is, this is what we planned. Yeah, you know? Yes, like, exactly. And that's what it looked like. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. And uh, to say that... <sighs> And, and I, I, it just seems like they, they had to have known and they had to, and they went out there and they riled them up beforehand. Say, so go, you know, I, I just, I, I'm sad that we didn't punish. There was no real punishment for, for Trump. No. For this. No, he's gotten away with it. Teflon Don. Yeah. Did it again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, one thing I, I watched, uh, on TV yesterday, that uh, that committee investigation into to one six, and the uh, 
Sergeant of Arms of the Senate and Sergeant of Arms of the Congress are idiots. They both said, well, the intel that we got from the FBI did not indicate an insurrection. But they were most worried about bringing in the National Guard and creating a bad image. You know, that that, that, that that wouldn't have looked appropriate for them. I don't have, think we'll ever know the truth. Yeah. But, We're never going to know the truth on that one. But that was, uh, but but those cops that were there, I mean, I feel bad for them. They were overrun. It's got to be scary. I mean, there was a couple different um, videos of cops and how they were. Yeah, you know, some one of them guy were taking pleaded, selfies. With that one guy yeah. that pleaded for his life because he said the guys were screaming at him, take his gun and kill him with his own gun. Oh, yeah. Kill him yeah. with his own gun. Yeah, yeah. that's that's when the guy was beating him with a pole that had yeah. the American flag on it. Yeah, take yeah. his gun and kill take, him with his own gun. Kill him with his own gun. Like, what the? This is well, a cop. How about Why, that? It's a Washington <laughs> cop. Why are you doing that? Yeah, well, like, it's, it's like that one that almost got crushed to death. It was stuck in that door, and they kept pushing on him. And uh and you got you got people that are um, proud that's a, that's proud attempted of, murder. They're, they're proud of the insurrection oh, on, yeah. the, on the Trump side, and you have the same people, similar people saying, "No, it was Antifa." It's oh, very yeah. confusing. Well, <laughs> they don't know. I don't know what their defense is. It's like, okay, are you proud of it or was it Antifa? Like you're saying that it was like your mortal enemy that did it, or did you do it? Um, it's I, I just like we're living in a very strange time yeah it is it is uh our common sense is shot or you know we've been you know so many people have been brainwashed into thinking certain things are you know the sky is falling over and over and over um we're just like kind of in a really weird place and unfortunately it's not uh it's not really um over just because biden's president we, you know, like we got a long way to go, and I, I kind of do. We have to think short and long term a little bit. We kind of have to be careful of of going too far off the deep end, uh, with um, putting it to them. You know, I, 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 like let's just be common sense. Let's have common sense for the next four years. Let's just don't do anything too extreme in any in any direction let's just try to like keep the let's let's make it so people want to continue this next four another four years or something like we don't need extreme measures i don't think we need extreme measures in this country right now i mean maybe in some some ways but we never need it i don't think we need extreme measures in any way like we we do not have satanic pedophiles running the country just stop there's not there's no imminent danger with that there's no imminent danger with a lot of things um they're just they're running the federal government i mean we need the federal government for for protection for defense for military for you know some other programs that we have we have state governments we have city governments um federal government is just one one part of our lives so it's like doesn't have to be your whole identity you know just everybody calm the f down (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I hear you. And, you know, like I said, extremist anything leads to no good. I've never seen extremism, regardless of who's doing it or whatever, that's, that's ever been anything but destructive. Yeah, I, I mean, I really had an extreme president 
no. in a long, long time. No. I don't. I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not a presidential scholar, but I can't ever think of of, of extreme of as an extreme president as Trump. I mean, he did some things that were, you know, just they were extreme, and his his supporters are extreme. Yeah, they wanted yeah. they wanted some sort of revolution of some unknown destination, um, but uh, riled up. Oh, remember those rallies that he had? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, That's the first time ever that, pres- that pre- a president had rallies while he was in office. Yeah, while he's in office. That's and never it happened, happened all before. the time. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope it never happens again. Why, why, why do you need them? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're in office. What? The only thing I can think is that he does it, that he did it to strengthen his base, yeah. to strengthen his influence like he had over a, his base. Yeah, he had a bigger picture thing in mind, long game. Like I'm gonna build, build, build this this base so they're so they're truly brainwashed and they'll do anything for me. Oh yeah, and they're gonna and it's gonna grow and grow and, and he did it. He actually did it, and it's still going. Well, and, look look at Hitler, look at Jim it's, Jones. Uh, it's uh, it's hard not to look at those people when, when you're comparing. And then a lot of people have. It's hard not to. I know people don't like it when you do that, but but it's hard not to. It's, it's, it's really, forget about the, the genocide and all that stuff like that. It's just, it's mind control. It's, it's the brainwashing aspect. Um, that's, that's the part that you've got to sort of compare. Well, you know what bothers me is people do not learn from history. This is history yeah. repeating itself. Yeah, if you I didn't, mean, ex- I'm, I'm if you sorry, didn't ex- it is. If you didn't experience it in your lifetime, if, yeah. it's, if it's history that you read in a book or somebody told right. you, it's not the same as if you experienced it in your own lifetime. I think that's probably the, well, that the, could the, be the key. I, could be people just don't recognize it. But but this is a theme that's been played out many times, many times yeah. in history, and yeah. uh, I just don't. You know, people. Uh, as you said earlier, they're 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 weak in that it's it's easy to get to brainwash people. Well, not brainwash, but get them to believe anything. You mm-hmm. know, well, and especially, but you think about it. Trump was president president of the United States, so if he said it, it must be true, right? He wouldn't lie to us. Well, there's people out there that that. Um very much respect the presidency of the United States and, and it doesn't matter who it is. They're going to respect them. Right. Yeah. But then again, you say the same people now don't respect Biden. So I guess, (laughs) well, I mean, in my lifetime, I guess that that goes out the window. There, there have been many presidents in my lifetime and, and some of them were, whether I voted for him or not, the guy that got sworn in is the guy that gave, that got my support. You know, he's the yep. president. You know, whether I voted for him or not, whether I think he's the greatest guy or whatever, uh, as an American, he deserves my support. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even Trump, I wasn't, I was very unhappy that he was uh, president. But oh, I was the one that said there was no way in hell he'd ever get elected. I, I, but, no, but I'm know. very unhappy that he's president. But, like, um, I wasn't actively trying to get rid of him i'm like no. okay you're president now what are you going to do and what he did was appalling in every way yeah how he treated people how he went about his way how he uh, praised these dictators and this, this disparaged the media every single thing that he did sucked 
And so, okay, you're showing your, your actions are speaking louder than your words. Okay. Like exactly. you're showing who you are, you're showing what you're going to do. So no, I don't like this. This is ridiculous. Yes. I, I, of course, I mean, you had your chance at the, you know, the first day he's complete. He played a victim the first day he he's played the victim his whole life. And he's still playing a victim. I and mean, he said that letter about the impeachment and how he is the victim. Everything's victim, victim, victim. Political witch hunt and all yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that's like, what he. That's what he told the Supreme Court after they ruled that his they had that yeah. his his uh, taxes had yeah. to be released. Well, this is this is the biggest witch hunt in history. Yeah. It's you know I, I don't know. I, they're I coming think after me again. He 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 showed his he showed his colors. He showed who he is. He's yeah. a, he's a pathetic human being. And, Absolutely, and, uh, who how he how he has lived his life and how he's treated people mainly. That's kind of how you judge people, how you treat people. The guy treats everyone like shit, and yeah. um, he's going to be remembered for that. And I don't care uh, about the supporters that he has. You can't deny that he treats treats everyone like shit, and and he does. He's done it his whole life. Um, but break time. Yeah, quick break, and we'll uh, we'll come back for a little bit more. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Welcome back to episode 11, part two. No, this is not really happening. Ooh. Some of my old music here. Hey, love. Oh, yeah. Nice lead in. This one's called Redwood Rocket. <laughs> this is a uh, psychedelic music from San Francisco. It's about to become the good part here in a minute. So, we're back. Callie, our dog, our mascot has decided not to sabotage us anymore. At least not for now. Thankfully. She's trying. She does her best. Hers is a special doggy. She is a special, special dog. There's only one Callie. But we we did get her, we got her uh, fixed. We should have had babies. We should have bred, bred her. Maybe I should get into it. Dog breeding. What do you think? Mm, I don't know, man. You don't like it? I, well, I there's just so many dogs out there. You know, I look at shelters and all oh, that. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, I, I, I am a soft heart when it comes to animals, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I am too. But like this, like that dog right there is, I would like to replicate that dog. Like oh, I would yeah. like to clone myself. It's another topic. For another time, but okay, you don't want to clone yourself. Uh, boy, I don't. That's 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 when I'll have to contemplate. Well, get back to me when you do. Okay. Uh, would you be like afraid of your clone? You think? Yeah, maybe. If I met myself face to face, I'd think, okay, if you even thinking about half the stuff i did i'll kick your ass would you want to <laughs> meet your clone if you were if your clone was on had just had about three whiskey shots no now now that <clears throat> that might work 
that might work. There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah, because uh, I'm pretty cool at times. Yeah. Um, not at others. Like, well, mostly I'm cool all the time. Oh, but yeah. I'm pretty cool all the time. But, you know, in what fashion would you like to meet your clone is the question. Mm, I don't know. Maybe three or four martinis and then. At a bar? Like sitting next to your. You know, yeah, your, there you go. There you go. Wouldn't it be, would it be boring? I mean, are you thinking the same thing? It's a really, you know, that's an interesting at, question. At some point you veer off, you know, you, you are, you are sort of cloned and the, the moment you're cloned, you start veering in different directions to be because yeah. environmental factors take over. This is true. So you start living a slightly well, different life. It's like all the studies that have been done of identical twins and okay, they look the same. I mean, they, they are physically the same, genetically the same, but they can come out, they can turn out to be yeah. two different people depending one environmental influence. environmental factors oh, yeah, and, and listen exactly. to this here comes the big the big solo part not solo but listen to this the bass part Doesn't it feel like you're you're flying off in a rocket out into space? I'll tell you bit? what, man. Some really good hash would have made that even better. I'm thinking, man, this <laughs> this is hash music. I yeah. mean, I know I'm partial to hash. I always have been. Yeah, Tom likes hash. But uh, I honestly, I, I've done. I all full disclosure, I've done hash a few times, and I have um, had had good and bad experiences on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I fainted a couple times on it. Whoa, man, you must have had some good shit. It was Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. Well, you probably had the 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 other the, time was in Belize. Oh, jeez, Amsterdam and Belize. Those are the two times I fainted. The other time I fainted was in an airplane. Got tunnel vision. You were doing hash in. I know I was not doing hash. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not doing hash in an airplane. That would have been excessive and unnecessary i don't know for you know all the you know i'm a child in the 60s 70s and uh, uh, of all the drugs god knows that i've done whatever hash is still my favorite i wonder I, what your clone would have liked hash hmm. that's, true. <sighs> that's true you would know because i, I you would, would know. because no one knows your clone better than you exactly yeah god i want a clone be fun mess around with all right what else do we have to talk about today tommy boy mm. Mm. oh my pillow guy got got sued oh it's always fun to talk about <laughs> whenever you have nothing to talk about just 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 drop my pillow guy into the combo to the tune of 1.3 billion <laughs> with the b yep. dollars yeah. he also said that i think he lost 65 million dollars in revenue from the cancellations of him in certain yeah like markets. bed bath and beyond yeah. and whatever and all these major retailers so, dropped him like a like a hot potato yeah it's amazing that he would be so like yeah it's there's something that just it's amazing that i can't i can't even put it into words how they feel they feel so compelled by this quote-unquote movement oh, yeah. of the America First. Mm -hmm. They think it's so important 
and our country is going down the tubes that they're willing to ruin their lives for it. And it's yeah. not just him. It's all the people that had somewhat respectable careers before Trump called on them, and they knew better, yeah. but they still gave up their livelihood. Well, like, you have to remember, this guy's a former alcoholic and cocaine addict. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, dude, you know. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That is so wrong. I mean, if if he'd been a hash freak, I'd think, okay, maybe he's got something to say. Yeah, I've been watching Narcos. But, it's, it's a great show, man. Yeah, I, but, but, but alcohol and cocaine, I mean, go, go away. Go away. Yeah. That's, that's wrong. Yeah. I have well, my standards. Well, the guy is just... It's just, he's such a, it's amazing that just people lose their way so bad. Like he's, but I don't know. You, I watched, I've watched some of these shows and, you know, there's just a lot of stories of people just losing their way. They just lose their way. They lose their mind. They, mm-hmm. they get led down a path that's fake or they just, they believe it with all their heart. I mean, that's, that's a sad thing about this. That guy believes with all his heart that he's doing the right thing. Oh, yeah. He really thinks that his crusade, he's willing to give up his multi-million dollar business because he feels that it, that's so important that the United States is in danger because of, I, I think he's a QAnon guy, right? I mean, oh, he, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I, I think he's as crazy yeah. as he is. That, that he's probably a QAnon me. guy. And he, he's, he is an unfortunate, one of the unfortunate people that was susceptible to that particular... Um, you know, ideology, I guess. Yeah, but you know, the sad part is, John, he hasn't seen it yet. He's still, he's still, he's still he's full blown. He oh, still yeah. thinks, well, they have this whole March 4th thing. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Here's elaborate, Thomas. Okay. Well, I saw this, the, the, uh, an article about the Trump Hotel in D.C. It is supposed to be the place. I mean, this is the place. Well, the reporter went in there. There were like three people at the bar and hardly anybody in the lobby. And they talked to, uh, he talked to the, the manager. So, well, yeah, business hadn't been so good, you know, since uh, Biden got in because most of their guests up till then had been Trumpites. Okay, and all of a sudden, boom, they're like, there's nothing going on. And the guy goes in there two or three times. He may, he sees maybe, you know, three or four people at the bar. And, and, and this, this place is something else. I mean, it, it's, it, it's, yeah. it's really something else. Lavish. Yeah, lavish. But get this. The average cost for a room at the Trump Hotel in D.C. right now is 500 bucks a night. Do you want to guess what it's going to be for March 4th? Probably more. Yeah. Is it 500 a night right now? So that's 500 a, a night. That's a lot. Yeah, 500 hmm. a night. But 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 let's fast forward to so March like 4th. So like 1,000. You're close, 1,300. Jeez. Now you tell me they don't anticipate some crap coming down the pipe on March 4th? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just um, one one more grift before, on the way out, you know. Like, it's just yeah, they they definitely do. Um, but all along this way, it's like um, Trump always sees a way to try to make a little extra 
extra money on things. Like, oh yeah, you know, of course. Jack up their prices, and yeah, they they're, they're seeing something happen. Uh, but but is so it's going to be like a march or something. I see. That's just it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you can't tell me that the price of a room has gone up 2.5 times or more for a night for one date, March 4th. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, they're thinking that they know something's so going to happen. the core people that are Trumpers, uh, what what more of a, a core Trump act could you have to, to than to schedule uh, – a night at the Trump Hotel in DC on his supposed, you know, resurrection. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, like getting a hotel for Jesus, you know, <laughs> when the rock goes away. You know, but we are uh, talking about Lent here. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, he could try yeah. charge ten grand a night. Oh yeah, like, you're getting did, to see the well, second and coming. Did it. Yeah, he'd get it and just think what, how much these rednecks are going to drink at the bar. For the oh, my thing. God. That's where those yeah. places make their money anyway is yep. the markup at the bar. No masks required. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, abs- oh, are you kidding? You wear a mask, you get kicked out. You'll get kicked yeah. out. That's right. I Cough no, on somebody or leave. No, that is for real. <laughs> uh, that goes back historically. Who was it? That, uh, was it? Grant or whatever that, that was sworn in on March fourth, and, and one of them, whatever. And, and again, I'm 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 speaking in uh, confused memory here, but uh, somebody, the last president that they saw as president, was sworn in on March fourth. Oh well, okay. And you just so, triggered you just triggered me. I had some some memory about some. There's only been. Um, ten presidents or something. They right, yeah. They they think because because of what happened after something that that le- delegitimized all presidents after that. Exactly, and now eighteen hundreds. But they see. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. They see Trump as the nineteenth nineteenth president. 19th president yeah. Yes, right. There's yeah. some BS. I, I I heard that some lady was preaching about that. Um, it's good luck with that one. That's gonna. And badly, I think, for them. Well, you know, in fact, when you said some lady, uh, I saw a video of uh, January 6th, and this woman had a bullhorn hmm. on uh, a street corner in D.C. while while the marchers going by and said, save our children, save them. Yeah. From, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, save that's, our, yeah. That's it. That's, that's the gist of the message. That's the only reason. That's not the only reason, but it's, it's a big... Um, Big percentage yes. of the reason why he has that fervent support. Um, because, yes, if I believed that somebody was a pedophile, a satanic pedophile, not, not just a pedophile. <laughs> That's right, satanic. A, a satanic pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I would be pretty passionate about it, too. And if, and if everyone in my community felt the same way, I'd be like, shit, I better get on the horse here. Yeah, I'm going to fight wrong. for this. I gotta yeah. fight for this, and that's what's happening. It's amazing. It's I amazing. still think Q is a troll in a basement somewhere. I really do. Somebody's getting a hell of a kick out of this. I, 
I hope so. Again, like we were yeah. talking about, I really hope that it's not Michael Flynn because that would be bad. Really well, bad. I think, I think. Yeah, go oh, keep going. Oh, you kill him. Uh, uh, I, I Your think, call has been full. Uh, he didn't want to answer. Want that to was answer. that was old oh, Dom boy. Old Dom boy. I'm trying oh, to call him. Our source in, in Boston. That's great. Yeah, Dom's great. Uh, he said he's on a conference call. So. Oh, okay. Sorry, folks. You don't get to hear from Dom. Maybe we'll try and call him. Maybe he'll call us back later. Yeah, maybe later. But um, sorry, go. You were you were on a a rant there. I think you had a rant going, and I ruined it. Now, see, you know, now now I've lost my train of thought, John. You know, just that. Well, just, where okay, so so screw your old train of thought. Where is it going now? Where is it at? Let's let's talk about your train of thought. Well, where is it? Um, blank space. Yeah, blank space. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember what I was talking about, John. You, do you realize how haunting this is? I'm here. I am. I'm sitting, and you're asking me and looking at me, and I and I and I'm like, oh, I hey, we've all been through that. I, I mean, it happens all the what time. I was talking about. We, I mean, it's it's a phenomenon. Why do we forget what we're talking about? We we're just talking about it, and all of a sudden it's gone. And then the moment you stop thinking about it, it comes back. Isn't exactly. That, isn't that weird? Exactly. Well, it's like it's like a lot of times somebody will say. Okay, who was this and this year and and can't remember. Can't remember and then all of a sudden in the middle of the night it pops into your head. You know. Somebody needs to work on that phenomenon. Somebody needs to figure that out. That's cool as hell because I've I have had that so happen so many times. It, you know, in fact, I, I like I said, well, damn you! I'll, this is going to haunt me until it, it pops yeah. into my head at three yeah. o'clock in the morning or something. You know. Yep. So, did anything come back to you while we were talking about something else? No. No. We're, we're <laughs> fucked. All right. Well, let me try this other guy. I have a friend. He's not going to even know that I'm calling him about this, but we're oh, going to try it. I, I, if the answers, it could be special. I love cold interviews. It's a cold call. This is what you call a cold call. It's a cold call. He's not going to answer because I don't think he knows my phone number. He does, and so be it. Um, hello? Hello, who's this? Hello, Eric. This is John Beerman. Is it John? Yes. You're on the air. Doesn't sound like... Doesn't sound air. like you, dude. How are you doing? Because I have a microphone, you don't. Oh, okay. How you doing, dude? I'm doing all right. Dude. I did not How prep you. you? I did not prep question. you, but you are being recorded right now, and I have uh, you're on my podcast. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, that is that is okay, man. Give me uh, give me one or two minutes of some Eric magic. Eric magic. Huh? Yeah. Welcome to Southern Oregon. Yes, yeah, Southern Oregon, in the house. That's where Antifa started. That's right. No, but, <laughs> Are you part of Antifa, Eric? I am not part of Antifa, and I am not on the Kunon thing. You're not? Oh, this that's this disappointing. is, however, the state was formed originally, apparently, for uh, for white people specifically, which is a weird little factoid. <laughs> Are you sure you're not talking about Indiana? No, I'm I'm not, but that's a good. I think that's the birthplace for the KKK, but there are yeah. similarities. No, you're Mar- right. Martinsville. Yeah, this is Tom, by the way. Tom oh, yeah, is, yeah, Tom I'm is Tom, here. man. Good to meet you. Hi. 
Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Good. How are you? No, we're we, no. You're right. We we are the uh, mecca of the KKK right here. Well, yeah. not yeah. right here. Come on, I, not right I, I here. Know, well, okay, not Jeez. right here, Indiana. All right, for Christ's sake, not Carmel, not yeah, not John. It's, it's Martinsville. Let's yeah. just be honest. Well, with Martinsville. You. This is cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love how you you guys all throw one town under the bus. Yeah, they they, oh, yeah. they did it all. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> well, they more than deserve it. Believe me. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Eric, what's okay. going on, buddy? You're down in Southern Oregon. I'm in, uh, I'm in beautiful Ashland, Oregon, Southern Oregon. And, um, just waiting for my call. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for your call. That's exactly right. We haven't right, talked man. in about two years. Uh, <laughs> <I called him>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's finally, uh, finally, uh, finally winter's starting to like crack a little bit. The sun's coming out. Um, oh. a whole bunch of the hippie chicks are coming out. Oh, um, I hope they shower. Uh, yeah, doubtful and, uh, doubtful. And I doubtful. think there's a plentiful supply of razors at the store still. <laughs> yeah. There should be like a clinic for that. Well, you know, what's um, funny yeah. here, here in the, <clears throat> the Mecca of the KKK. Oh, uh, come on. Oh, all come right. On, okay, John. All right. Too much. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Uh, but it's true. Uh, we have been over two weeks with uh it's been zero here zero okay. below and, zero and, 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 and a lot of snow and we've we've accumulated over a foot of snow and today and today like, it's almost 60 almost so. 60 so the, the big melt that's perfect the big melt yeah. but we don't have any hippies so it doesn't smell that bad here yeah yeah no, you we get, just you have get red the, patchouli, the patchouli when the uh when the, the sun patchouli. comes out the patchouli starts, starts sprouting <laughs> It permeates everything. Yeah. Patchouli, you can't you can't get away from the patchouli over there. No, you can't. What's I, your favorite thing it, to do but... in Ashland, Oregon? What do you do there? What do you like to do? Wow, man. Southern Oregon. Favorite thing is probably, uh, you know, I can go really in almost any direction 20 minutes, and I'm completely lost in the mountains and the forest. That's what you like to do? That's cool. I love the Northwest, yeah. man. I love the U.S. Northwest. It's beautiful. Yeah, I like I like I like getting lost on roads and just driving up in the mountains. Do you get out of the car, or just drive? Oh yeah, I get out of the I get out of the car. Yeah. Mm. Now there's hiking trails everywhere. There's plentiful like lakes. There's there's uh, waterfalls. I mean, you can do a one day thing and see five or ten different waterfalls. I mean, it's That's awesome. it's really uh, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. If you like the outdoors, Pacific Living Northwest. Living the dream, literally. Um, you do that yeah, in living, Indiana, you can see two or three hundred cornfields. Yeah, and yeah. Um, maybe some wheat and maybe some yeah. um, some cows. Yeah, cows. Uh, well, I've seen I've seen one of your beautiful rivers there. I think it's what is it called, the White River? I think. It's oh not, God, it's definitely not white. <laughs> we only renamed it the White River because of KKK. <laughs> yeah, the White River. We're, but it's uh, it's actually brown. They they really need to be honest. They, they do. No, well, it's gross. It's a, it's, a, it's a disgusting river that goes through Indianapolis. Well, you understand. That's right. That you got it. <laughs> almost every river in the Midwest is brown. Yeah. It, every Almost every river is brown. There is no clear, clear oh, Speaking of that, do you know where Indiana ranks for uh, pollution? Uh, I do not. Where is that? 49th. 
Jeez, really? Oh yeah. Because of the why? Because mainly because of the uh, the atmosphere. No, I mean, but like, what are they? Well, who's doing this? A lot of fat people farting or something, or what? <laughs> I think we're looking at uh, air pollution, John. We are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but is, 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 is Indiana a basin for like Chicago's pollution oh, to flow in? Like, where's, where's Gary all this stuff coming from? Is bad. Oh, Gary. Gary. Oh, that's where God. I think that's where Chicago um, like dumps everything. <laughs> well, you know, I can remember back in the 60s when you go up to uh, Gary in north, uh, northwestern Indiana, the snow layers would be multicolored. It'd be yellow, brown, yeah. black, yeah, it's red. it's a wonderful place. And all the crap because of all that the That sounds st- fun. And that's where Michael Jackson's milk. from, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah, he's from yeah. Gary. That's right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, because it was from all the steel mills that were up there. Oh yeah, it's god awful. Do you ever read The Stand by Stephen King? Anybody? I have not. Oh, no. I saw the movie. No. Yeah. Never mind. In fact, that's back on uh, Netflix. You can watch the yeah. stand. There's a character in there. That I think his name is Chemo, and he's from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of bad things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, Gary, Indiana is a horrible place. Don't ever go there. Um, so not, not an intellectual capital, Gary. Uh, I, I can't say that it isn't. It might be. It might be a secret intellectual capital. I'm not well, gonna. I'm not gonna say it's not. Well, let's put it this way, man. If you're gonna go through Gary, even in broad daylight, make sure you're heavily armed. Jeez. Yeah. That's no joke. I think when I think about when I think about Gary, and I don't know much about it, but when I think about it, I think Flint, Michigan. Oh God, yes. Uh, it's probably worse. I'd say. I'd say it's worse. Well, at or at Detroit. Least... Uh, Detroit on a smaller level. Oh, my God. Worse. Detroit is is a, is a DMZ man. I mean that's it's like, gotten better. I've heard. Oh, uh, you know really? Eric, Eric is a real estate developer. He's a very fancy man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, so I tell love, me how Detroit. Detroit's gotten better, man. He's bought. They 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 changed the way you pronounce it to Detroit now. Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you bought any property in the Midwest? I have not. No. Mm, no, I did not. Maybe it's time. That's probably. No, I did not, idea. and I, def- I definitely. <laughs> you missed the boat I definitely, there. I definitely missed out. You missed out because missed right out. now it's insane out here. Like, real estate is off the hinges. Oh, I know, I know. I missed out on Indianapolis. You were, you were I had cruising my eyes around on several properties. You were cruising around the mountains of southern uh, Oregon, and you missed out. Well, it's happening here though too. I mean, there's there's this little flight out of California. Ashland happens to be the very first town inside Oregon um, from California. So with, mm-hmm. as soon as you go over the pass, you drop back into the Rogue Valley and Ashland starts the Rogue Valley. Yeah. So, oh, so you're right. Ton- you're right on the state line. Have you been to Bend much? Um, I've been to Bend a handful of times. I have some friends that have moved up there. I've heard great things about Bend. I just, uh, I haven't, I haven't no. spent more than, you know, a couple of weekends there. Yeah. Do you live in San Francisco at all anymore? Or are you done? I have left the city. Oh no. The city will yeah, never I've be the left same. The city. Well, you never Well, you know. took your Antifa no, uh, principles <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Eric? Eric, these days, you you um, you've had particular beliefs in the past do you have any beliefs nowadays are you just uh totally impartial 
No, I'm definitely not impartial. Um, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely have beliefs. That's for sure. Um, what beliefs? All depends on what we're talking about. But no, there's, there's, there's anything, anything beliefs. right now, given the the political climate and it's sort of where we are. At, anything you want to share with us? Uh, any thoughts? Or uh, feel free to just be candid about anything. You know, I don't know the macro perspective on hang on dude hang on You're based breaking. on the internet and social media oh, there we go oh, there you go sorry you lost you for a second go okay. ahead go ahead yeah i think it's just the disconnection of uh of society like nuclear family and knowing your neighbors and i think a lot of that is influenced by social media and i think that has yeah. led to a lot of the the discontent and the misunderstanding of other people's perspectives. And I think that's kind of a, a core thing that's been going through my head recently. Sure. The, 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 um, the disconnection of human, human connection, like that human yeah, connection. You know, how, how, how many people know their neighbors? Well, you here, know, they, you know their people na- know their neighbors know, here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's definitely areas like that. You move to a smaller town like Ashland, you're more likely to do that. But in San Francisco, like unless you're a very social person, you walk right by people that live, you know, have a door 10 feet down in an apartment complex and you don't know them. Yeah. That, that seems to be a very weird way to live life. You know, tribes over millions of years, um, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't the way you live around people. You knew the people you were around. You, uh, you've, now been, we, you've been in Ashland a while now. Uh, you starting to sound like you starting to sound like a little bit of a hippie. The, the he's hippie's changed. coming out, huh? You know who's a hippie is Tom. Oh yeah, uh, man. Uh, do, do, yep. do you have a good source of hash? <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of that up here. Oh, we sw- uh, we 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 swim in it up here. That do, that does it, man. I'm moving to Ashland, Oregon. <laughs> they call it Hashland. Yeah. Hashland, yeah, right? Hashland, right? Yeah, hash. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. That's that's a light, that's a good point. I, I think it's definitely a part of part of the the big picture. Nope, um, no, nope, no. For my my hippie days in the early seventies, man. I my, my drug. We, we uh, John and I had just talked about this. My drug of choice was always hash. I don't know what it is, man. I I've always been in the hash. I know exactly what it is. There's tons of it here. <laughs> so tom is 68 years old 69 68 68 68 so he's i just wanted to let you know that so hash was was it probably more prevalent back in the day oh yeah that more yeah yeah, yeah. sort of been phased out a little well, bit you know mm. the thing is i did all this other stuff and, and for some reason i always went back to hash it's you know two or three hits of good hash and and you're there you know what can i say i I loved it. Eric's never yeah, done beautiful any thing. Drugs. No, never, never touched them. Um, beautiful thing about Oregon now is we get decided that we are fully decriminalizing basically all drugs. That's, oh, um, that's wow. funny. I was just talking about that. How that's uh, very libertarian, isn't it? Yeah, they're they're taking an approach of uh, more treat, treatment rather than punishment. Um, well, if you want true freedom. Uh, you want true freedom, you know. It's 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 everything, everything from cocaine to to heroin and everything in between. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I've always said I've I've 
I've said for the last 40 years or so, I would much rather be on the highway with somebody stoned than somebody drunk. I'd rather not be on the highway with anybody well, under, I under know, the influence, but, personally. But, but if, if, if I had my druthers, I'd rather have somebody stoned than somebody drunk. Yeah, I guess they go slower. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I just, you know, it's a whole different thing. I, Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You know, well, I... Well, my, my Eric, point, Eric's never driven under the influence. Oh, no, neither have I. Well, as long as there's a good shoulder there so I can kind of fiddle along the highway, that's great. <laughs> Do they have railings on the side? It's like, <laughs> like bumpers, <laughs> like a bowling alley with bumpers. Yeah, yeah, you gotta knock it back on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. No, All right. Well, hey, listen, I, I, I just. I have, I have someone who just walked in, so I gotta, I gotta leave this conversation. Thank you, Thank you Eric, Wonderful for Wonderful talking to both of you, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Okay, man. Hey, buddy. great to meet you, Eric. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's random. <laughs> just thought of him. I, I literally haven't talked to him in about two years, so oh, it's pretty funny. But he's a good guy. I met him in uh, California uh, in a real estate company, and... Um, been friends since probably like 2003 maybe oh, 2004 wow. so it's been a, a long, while. long time but i've you know i lived a lot of places so i have friends all over the place um and some of them are pretty interesting <laughs> but southern oregon is a pretty cool place yeah, I you know um, i like i said they I, just have I, the wildfires to deal with i, think. I That's, have always loved the american northwest i've i've yeah. been there a few times and i that is to me that's probably the most beautiful part of the u.s i love it i mean i i live in northern california and it's um and i love going north to you know go on trips and yeah explore um it really is amazing there's i think it's the best part of the country too Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's it's gorgeous. You've got everything there. You've got mountains. Yep. You've got uh, you can drive to the ocean. Uh, you got forests. I mean, it's 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 it really is gorgeous. Yep. Um. Well, that was fun. Uh, we got to talk to Eric, my buddy, out in Oregon. Um. Is there any other uh, stuff you want to talk about, Tom? I. <sighs> I think we've covered some of the current events and um, maybe I could play a song for us. There you go. Oh, Seven Days Gone. So this is a song about driving across the country. Um, Seven Days... It goes and goes and goes, and then there's a little cool little like lead part at the end. It was fun. We had a great. My band used to be called Mercury Redstone. Mercury Redstone was one of the first rockets up in space. We had to, took that monkey. That's right, Ham. Yeah, the Redstone rocket. Ham was his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we liked it. we liked space rock, kind of spacey rock. Uh, Mercury Redstone is the name of our band. It was a trio. I sang oh, okay. and played. I sang and played guitar and the bassist and the drummer. Fun stuff.
I've heard it a million times, so it's not new to me. Some others might be like, huh, what's that? So that's... I got a, a prayer bowl here from my buddy in India. No, cool. actually, he's not Indian, but he just visited India and brought it back. Oh, okay, he brought it back. I love those, man. That's, that, They're that nice. That's the coolest thing. They're nice. They just kind of like centers you a little bit. So I am going to be talking with Sylvia Nakash, who is a world-renowned sound healer on Friday. Really? We're going to be talking about potentially doing an interview cool um with her and maybe even a sound healing session she's a uh, very she's grammy nominated i don't know i have to figure out what that's oh really like. she did wow. some song but um yeah she's a uh, very very uh special person in the world you know she's done a lot of healing she's a sound healer a true and she does a lot of things with voice <clears throat> you cool. know groups of people uh singing humming things like that different instruments uh, expression um so that could be interesting but i'm glad that we were able to get a hold of eric that was fun i tried to call dom no luck he's busy uh, maybe next time we'll do it but uh i think we're winding down here tommy yeah i, I believe we are all right we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and sign off for today but it's been a pleasure and uh we'll see you next time I think this has really been a great session. I've enjoyed every minute of it. I love your positivity. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. <Okay. laughs>